The ability to speak with confidence and present for impact is easily the most valuable skill you can have in today's world. When you can share your knowledge, you can facilitate change. And when you can facilitate change, well, you can change the world one conversation at a time. But most people think they can't speak articulately, confidently, or with impact. They get choked up by nerves, they lose their words, or that dreaded imposter syndrome shuts them down. Well, I'm happy to say that speaking is a skill that anyone can learn. Yes, even you. And that's exactly what this podcast is all about. My name is Kat Matson, and welcome to Speaking with Confidence. Oh, hello, and welcome to another episode of Speaking with Confidence. Yes, I am Kat Matson, and it is fabulous to see you here. Thank you for tuning in for another episode. If this is your first episode, well, you've signed up for a goodie and I highly recommend that you start back at the beginning or just randomly select the ones that take that tickle your fancy. And if you're a regular listener, thank you. It's lovely to have people like you letting me know how much you're enjoying these podcasts and how much they're helping you improve your speaking skill. Now today I want to talk about why dumbing down your information isn't the answer. Now the reason this popped into my mind recently is because I was I had the absolute joy of briefing a group of 12 and 13 year old students at a civic hackathon. It was the Hack for Civic Impact and we took some pretty complex challenges to them and the results were epic as they always are. But in pondering that, I was also reminded of, um, I was reminded of a saying that I can't find, but the essence I can remember by Professor Brian Greene. Now, Professor Brian Greene is a physicist. His claim to research fame, if you like, is string theory. He's written a number of books and I first came across him when I got to participate and go to a number of events for World Science Festival Brisbane. Now, Brian Green is it's he he is amazing. He is amazing to listen to. And one of the things that was said so beautifully about Brian Green, and this will explain the quote that I can't remember word for word, but I'll give it to you in a second. An or a journalist wrote of him, Brian Green distills mountains of complicated information to a manageable size without dumbing it down. And I remember Brian Green saying at one of the lectures that I was in the audience for, I remember him saying something along the lines of, we do humanity and we do ourselves a disservice when we dumb our information down. Instead of dumbing it down, Keep it at the level that it needs to be, which then raises the listener up. It invites them up to the level required to understand. Now, I have been in Brian Greene's audiences a few times now. I've understood every word that he has said in the moment. Have I understood it enough to be able to speak it back to you? Not a chance in hell. String theory is one of those things that is quite literally out of this world. But I didn't feel patronised. I didn't feel like the information was being dumbed down. 
and I feel smarter, I feel more intelligent for the opportunity to absorb that information. And this is exactly what happened in the hackathon with these young girls this week. And the reason this is a really important one for this podcast is because I often talk about um, people saying to me, Kat, my my information is so complex. How do I distill it down into bite size or into manageable chunks? How How do I make it understandable by my listener? And the temptation when we're doing that is to dumb it down, is to put it into Sesame Street language. That's not the case. Instead, what we need to do is we need to put it into bite-sized chunks. We need to use language. We need to avoid jargon or words that our listener is not going to understand. But I think it's pretty safe to assume that when we share with genuine intention to an audience information that they genuinely want to hear, they will work up to understand what it is that you're saying. So in this hackathon, we presented challenges around employment and in particular youth unemployment, and we explained the implications of why youth unemployment has such a knock-on effect for a region's economy. We talked about accessibility, and by that we meant, you know, disabled, neurotypical um, and racial inclusion and accessibility to activities, infrastructure, spaces, places, education, et cetera, and the knock-on effects of not having those sorted out. And we talked about traffic congestion, particularly traffic congestion when it comes to um, school pickup and drop-off times and why that has such a knock-on effect to safety, to health, to well-being, not to mention traffic and climate change. These are complex problems, wicked, wicked civic complex civic challenges. Civic challenges that, you know, in the employment case, I've been trying to work, I've been working on that one for 30 plus years. We haven't solved it yet. And the temptation would have been to dumb this information down, to put it into a, I don't know, into a picture book that we we tell ourselves that 12-year-olds can understand. And I do remember thinking as we put our slides up, oh, there's a lot of words on those slides. But here's the thing, three days later at the end of this hackathon, the the students gave us back such powerful demonstrations of the problems, the consequences of not solving those problems and possible solutions that it was really clear to us that they understood. It was really clear to us that they stepped up to understand into that problem. Now, from a speaking perspective, this has an interesting implication. And by contrast, I I reflect on, um, and I'm trying to be artfully vague with my language, to not contaminate or um, uh, what's the word, to not um, implicate myself. But we've we've all been subject to conversations where a professional or an advisor or a consultant in a particularly, um, what's the word, highfalutin industry, shall we say, or a highly technical um, industry, uses jargon, words, sentences, in jokes, um, even 
banter or patter that is exclusionary. It doesn't make sense to the listener. And it's designed to do that. It's designed to create a dependence on them, the the consultant. It's designed to have you feel like you're never going to understand this problem and so, so therefore you won't even try. Understand that in the context of this conversation, what, what stops understanding are things like jargon, are things like a protection of the information, a protection of the knowledge, an ownership of the knowledge in order to maintain a position of power. But if you are genuine in your desire to share your information, to share the problem, to um, pass on knowledge, then people will step up to understand even the most complicated and challenging of concepts like string theory and physics. So I feel like the, the distinction that I want to provide here is that it's not about talking about your content matter in the same way that you would talk to another expert or a peer or a colleague about your content. You still do need to adjust your message. You still need to be really cognizant of your key messages, of structuring it in a way that your audience can understand, of meeting your audience where they're at. But that does not equate to dumbing it down. That does not equate to Sesame Street terms, as an old colleague of mine used to call it. What it does equate to is respect. It equates to a desire to have the person on the other end of your communication get it because you're talking in, you're talking with words and you're talking in a jargon-free context that empowers them to understand what it is that you're explaining. I hope that makes sense. So think of your think of your job as a speaker, whether it's in a meeting or on a stage or in a podcast or a vidcast like this, whatever. Think of your job as concept transfer, not data transfer. How do you get this concept across? The data, the supporting points, the supporting stats, they're useful to illustrate the story, but that's not what you're trying to get across. You're trying to get across the concept. And then connect with your audience about that concept in a way that's going to resonate with them. Without dumbing it down, just connect with them. And resist the temptation to dumb it down and resist the temptation, likewise, conversely, to overcomplicate it to maintain a position of power. There's so many other things that I'd like to say on this particular topic, but I'm not going to because I have a commitment to keep these episodes short, sweet, and delicious. So if you would like to ask me a question about what I mean by not dumbing it down or ask the distinction between industry language that protects your protects your value as a consultant versus having your audience understand what it is that you want them to understand, then I would love to answer those questions. I'd love to have that discussion, in fact. So head over to my Facebook group, Speaking with Confidence with Kat Matson. Yes, it is exactly the same title as this little podcast because it is the companion group for this podcast. So head over to Speaking with Confidence with Kat Matson and join the group. To join the group, you'll need to answer a couple of quick little questions just so the bots can automatically let you in and then you can ask away. And 
if you do find that in your attempt to not dumb things down, you instead end up rambling, then you want to download my free How to Stop Rambling ebook. It's a ripper, even if I do say so myself, and it'll give you some key frameworks and tools to stop that verbal diarrhea, to stop the waffle and to stop the ramble, and instead speak with confidence and impact. Thank you again for listening. I hope that was useful for you, and I'd love to hear your thoughts on dumbing things down. I look forward to seeing you again very, very soon. In fact, next week, because that's how often the podcasts drop every week. But in the meantime, here's to confidence and here's to impact. I'll see you soon.